We've talked about this in our podcast about going viral. This is something you want to have before you go viral so that when you go viral, people can go to your bio, click on your link, and there you have a ton of people wanting your freebie and and you're collecting their email addresses as well. You want to have this in your bio before you go viral. Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9-to-5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hey everyone, this is Abby. And I'm Kim. Welcome to episode nine of the Digital Dreamer podcast. On this episode, we are going to talk about how to create your freebie offer to get people to join your mailing list. I'm excited about this topic because we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of the how-tos so that people can start building their mailing list, which as we talked about in the last episode, is super important right now. But before we get to that, Abby, you had a super fun weekend. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yes. Oh my gosh. It feels like a dream, I feel like. So on Friday, I went with some of my friends to QCNY Spa on Governor's Island. It's a fairly new spa right off of... So if you don't know where Governor's Island is, it's basically like just a little island right off the end of Manhattan. And... The spa was amazing. They had two pools. And so we sat outside at the pool and we read our books and we obviously got in the pool and the pool had these chairs in the pool where you could sit on them and there were jets going on your back. Oh, cool. Not to mention while you're in the pool, the view you have is overlooking the New York City skyline. So if you all do not follow Abby on Instagram, you need to go to Abby's Instagram because she has some pictures. They're all out there in their spa, fluffy white spa robes. And you can see all of New York in the background. And of course, they're drinking mimosas while they are living it up. It looked like such a dream. Yeah. So of course, when they give you a really nice spa robe to wear, you have to wear it. They had little charcuterie boards that we could get. So we did that. They had this mint water that was so delicious. I know it's it's just mint water, but it was so good. But there, um, wait, there's something about when you travel and you go to nice hotels and they always have that fruit water. And then you come home and you're like, oh, fruit water. I need fruity water like I had at the hotel. Except it's never the same when you make it at home. What do they do to it? I don't know, but... They also, so your entrance to that entrance fee gets you into the pool, the pools, and then also all of the spa rooms. So we did one of the saunas, which was infused with tea tree oil, steam rooms, and the steam room was infused with mint. And then they had foot baths. There's this rain room where basically you grab a a thing of body scrub and you put it on your body and you you know scrub and then you lay on a table and you press this button and it just rains on you. Was it hot or cold? It was warm. Okay. Which was a pleasant surprise because I was expecting it to be cold and I don't know why. Wow. And how long were you guys there? That our pass got us in for five hours. 
Very fun. But you can pay a little bit more for an all day pass. And we were saying, if we go again, we'll probably do that pass because it's worth it. We were like, oh my gosh, we have to do this for everyone's birthday now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, the-, the pools are heated too. So they're not cold. It nice. was wonderful. Yes, this is not an everyday occurrence for you. It was a special birthday celebration. Yes, it was for one of my friends' birthday. But I mean, I wish it could be an everyday occurrence, but <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> okay. What did you do this weekend? Well, I spent about half my day yesterday in this rabbit hole. I realized that my Hue lights and my Alexa talk to each other, which I don't know. I just haven't played with either one of those things. We've had both forever. And I realized that you could actually set up the Hue lights so that we'll call her Lexi girl. So it doesn't make her start talking in the middle of the podcast. Anyway, you can set up your lights. So that and just talk to Lexi girl and give the commands. And I'm like, oh, now this makes my hue lights usable because I would always screw it up for the whole family because I'm like, oh, you stupid people having to use your app. I'm not going to waste my time using getting my app out every time I want to turn the lights off and on. So when you hook it up to Lexi girl, it changes everything because you can just use your voice and tell it what to do. So I was setting up all these commands and was having so much fun. One of the things I did was I connected my Spotify account so that now when I play a playlist, I can have party lights and it like syncs to the beat of the music and makes all the lights rotate in all their colors. And it was super cool. I know my, well, my, my favorite thing was yesterday getting a Snapchat from you with no explanation other than the lights in the kitchen going crazy. And in the background was Alanis Morissette's You Oughta Know. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, what is going on? (laughs) It was very funny. Yes. So that was one of the things I set up. And then I started looking at all the different other things that you can set up. You can, there is a guard mode so that you can tell Lexi girl, hey, I'm leaving or Lexi, I'm home and it will set on, turn on guard mode. I This might be old news to people, but I didn't know because again, I haven't paid attention to any of these apps in so many years. I think 2017 was the last time I had any skills set up in my Lexi girl app. And so yeah. guard mode, you tell it that you're leaving or and it will turn on guard mode and then if you say, if you hear certain sounds like breaking glass or smoke detectors, and it will send you a notification. And I thought that is super useful. Yeah, no, it really is. And I, so I only recently got one during prime day. I had never had one before. So I've been playing around with a lot too. And let me tell you, it is a game changer because I have smart light bulbs in my apartment too. It's a game changer for her to be able to control my lights for me. Because I found, and this is really important for me, having, because since I have smart light bulbs, I have to turn them off with my app or I had to. Now before bed, I don't have to be on my phone because what I would do is I would turn my lights off with my phone and then go on my phone. But now since Lexi can turn off my lights for me, I can be reading and then be like, okay, good night. And she turns the lights off and I just go to bed. I don't have to touch my phone. It's amazing. So one of the next things I want to do is I want to get those same lights in my upstairs hallway because we've never done that before. And then I want to set up motion detectors so that anytime somebody walks up or down those stairs, 
the lights will go on, which I think is helpful for just in the middle of the night as different people come and go at different times, the lights turn on and off because your younger sister is really horrible about turning the lights off when she goes to bed. But then also it could be a nice intruder alert because somebody starts walking up the stairs to come get me in my sleep and all my lights turn on. Except for now, I just told the universe again. And so now nobody will be fooled. Okay, well, let's talk about our main topic for today. Because I just talk about a million different things about how to use your lights and your app and all the different functions. I could talk about this. I actually went down a deep, dark TikTok rabbit hole watching all the different possibilities yesterday. That's smart that you did TikTok. Actually, you know what? This is another really great marketing tip, though is that we need to, as marketers, be thinking about the kinds of questions people are asking because there's new statistics, new research out that shows that especially younger generations are going to TikTok first over Google. So again, just like I did, I knew that there were going to be great videos on how to use that, creative ideas, and I was right. And this also reminds me that we need to talk more in depth later in an episode about not just using hashtags, but just local market keywords in TikToks and in Reels and on social media, because that is really becoming a driving force for being discovered too. Just like you, whenever we travel, you always will search local hashtags to find out the best restaurants and the best, best activities. And that almost always proves to be more helpful and getting us better, more fun things to do than anything on Google. Yeah, no, for sure. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but in the past few months, for sure, TikTok has changed the way you search for things kind of the same way Instagram did, where you no longer have to search just by someone's at sign or a hashtag, you can type in a whole phrase to the search bar and it'll pull up all relevant videos, which is another reason, like we're saying that not only hashtags are important, but the keywords in your actual caption are important too. That's another way to rank in these searches. So, you know, people, you know, with us, you're always going to get your main topic plus about a half a dozen other side conversations that was a super valuable nugget of information that we just threw at you all bonus for yeah. coming on to listen. Yeah. The ADHD is a blessing and a curse. So. <laughs> <laughs> so back to how to go about creating your freebie. In the last episode, we talked a little bit about why you would want to do that and some of the different types of freebies or offers that you would create to start building a mailing list. Now, obviously, you could just say sign up for my newsletter, but a lot of times people are expecting something that's more substantial. So we want to give you some tips on how to start creating your whatever that free thing is, your lead magnet, your opt-in offer is going to be. So first things first, you need to make sure that your freebie is consistent with your business's goals and message, and that it helps you attract your ideal customer. Right. Because you just in general, throughout what you do, all your other things that you post, you're attracting a certain kind of a person. And you want the people who opt in to be a good match for that. You want them to be in alignment. You don't want a bunch of unqualified leads 
or people who are just out collecting freebies, but never have any intention on becoming a customer. You want them to be qualified, good prospects, not just randos looking for free stuff. You want your freebie to offer a solution to a problem that your ideal customer is aware that they have. And that makes sense because what if they don't think they have a problem, if there's not something that they're looking for, why would they go and click and go to the effort of giving you their email address? But I think this is also something that people forget. We forget, oh, I'm going to create all these awesome creative things. And we forget that there's a purpose and it's really, you need to think about the customer. So this is really all, again, just another way of saying you're offering a solution, but remember to think about the customer. What is it that they're looking for? What problem are they trying to solve? Yeah. And make sure that this is, that your offer is something of value because their email address is valuable to them and to you. So you're kind of doing a little exchange here. You're like, thanks for your email address. Here's, here's this free thing that you asked for. So you're, you're each giving each other something of value. They are giving you their valuable little precious email address and you're giving them your freebie. Well, yeah. And we all hate spam. So no, you have to remember that unless the perceived value is high enough, Nobody's going to give up their email address because they don't want their email box full of junk. So this thing that you're creating that has value, it needs to be something that helps them take the next step in the buyer's journey or in that path that we want them to take, whatever that is in the next step toward working with you. So some of the things you want to think about are if your freebie educates, answer some frequently asked questions helps them realize there's a better way or helps them see that there's a gap in their knowledge. Do you have any others? Maybe it teaches them part of your process. Maybe you have a five-step process and you're going to teach them the first step so that they can see a quick win. And then maybe that will help them realize either, oh, okay, I know enough, I can go it alone. Or, oh, maybe I need to invest in a mentor or a guide or a course. Yeah. Or or maybe it just makes their life easier and they realize, oh, if this little freebie made my life easier, imagine what working with this person could do for me. With the economy getting more uncertain, we know a lot of you are looking for ways to add some extra cash to your pocket, maybe by creating an additional revenue stream. We've created a free guide to help you sell digital audio programs. You can make money selling your knowledge or your creativity. Information products are quick to put together and you're doing your customers, your audience base a service. All you need to do to get started is download the guide and have your first audio product ready within a few hours. Visit the link in our show notes or click the resources tab on our website to get the download. Go to irisdigitalmediagroup.com. So some of the things that your freebie or your offer, your opt-in, your lead magnet, these things go by different names depending on who your trainer is, who you're listening to. Some of these things could be things like a demo or a consultation or an assessment or a coaching session. And those are kinds of offers that you might give when somebody's 
further down the path, like they're on the edge trying to decide, should I do business with you? We call those bottom of the funnel offers. Now, there's other things that might be more top of the funnel where they don't know as much about you yet. They're still exploring. And so that could be things like ebooks or guides or workbooks. Maybe if you're somebody who does social media marketing, maybe you give them stories templates or reels templates or just a template. Yeah. A a Canva template that they can do, or a template could even be something like a checklist that they can open up and edit to their liking and then print out. It it can be super easy and still be valuable. And, you know, if you're a fitness trainer or a nutritionist, maybe it's something like you have a a packet of recipes that they get. Maybe it's a certain style of eating and you could do video trainings. Again, that could be any kind of industry. You you could do fitness, you could do nutrition, you could do, let me teach you the step-by-step process to create my rocket or whatever it is that you make. Audio training. We've talked about my pop-up podcast before. I say mine because I'm so big on this idea. It's what I talked about at the PodFest conference this year in May, but a private podcast where they get this podcast and it's just a private audio training that they can get on whatever topic you want it to be. This could also be something like a mini course that's delivered over email or a challenge, like a 30-day challenge. Yep. And we're going to talk about some of the tech here in a minute, but I always like to remind people that you don't need to overcomplicate the tech. Keep it as simple as it needs to be for where you are in your business and what you have for resources, how much money you can invest, because all of these platforms that you use to execute cost money. So, you know, when we talk about a video, think about you could deliver the video training through an email and then link that to a private YouTube video. You could create a whole course in a private Facebook group, or you could have a private Instagram account where all of your videos are on your Instagram account and you only accept them as a friend or a follower on Instagram once they've gone through your process. So there's different ways to deliver things that don't have to cost you money. And delivering something through email is one of my favorites because one, it means they're going to open your emails because they paid for it, or maybe they didn't pay for it. Maybe it's still a free thing, but delivering it, it's some education they're expecting to see. And that only requires you to have an email platform. Another thing that's really easy is them giving you their email to get on your waiting list for something, for more information about something paid that they're really excited about. So that's another thing too, that's very low effort on your part, but it's still something if you're like, I will, I don't want to do freebies because, you know, I want to make money. You can still collect email addresses by hyping up the paid thing. And, and getting their email address for them to be on the waiting list. That's a good way of getting the hype going. Yeah. And if you've done a good job of hyping whatever it is you've had next, you should have people who are eager to become a customer and they just are waiting for you to open that up for sales. There is a running coach I used to follow who only, I think, once or twice a year would open up her course to new runners 
And it was an entry-level thing to teach you how to run your first 5K. She's somebody who would teach you how to run your first 5K as an older person or as somebody who maybe has a little bit of extra weight. She actually calls herself the fat running coach now. And so she is completely targeting. And she's actually trying to destigmatize the word fat because she goes, I'm fat. I'm not ashamed of being fat. There's nothing wrong with being fat. And fat people can run. Anyway, she has always done a really great job of getting people excited. And so if you would, you listen to her podcast, you're all excited about joining her course. You go and check it out and you're like, oh, well, I can't do that now. I'm going to have to wait until she opens it up. So then there's an opportunity to get on the waiting list. Yeah, that's so smart. Another thing is your freebie could just be a weekly newsletter. Like we have a weekly newsletter. Yes, the Digital Marketing Lunch. And if you have not signed up, you need to. We'll put the link in the show notes. I can't remember if we already said this, but workbooks and printables are good things as well that you can do, as well as cheat sheets or checklists. And I think of a lot of those things like printables as being things There are so many cool things out there for especially elementary school teachers and printables are the kinds of things that they do. There are so many resources and it's a great way to make money too. If you are in that education market is creating things that other teachers can just print off or do slight customization to, and it's ready to use in their classroom. Another idea would be having a free trial of something that you usually offer as a paid offer, but they can do a free seven-day trial with their email address. Or a free training. I mean, all of these things in a way are a different type of free training, but it could be a live training. It could be a recorded training. It could be a one-time training. It could be a multi-day or multi-night training. You can really use your creativity to come up with how... Are you going to train people in person or are you going to do it live or you could do it on Zoom? There's so many different ways that you could be creative about that. And then access to a Facebook group. That's another thing. You know, if you get on my list, you know, give me your email address. I'm going to give you access to this Facebook group where we are going to go more in depth on this topic. And sometimes that is something that people get really excited about. And I think we kind of already said this, but you can do that same thing with a private TikTok account or a private Instagram account where they can only be accepted into your private accounts if they sign up for your mailing list. Yes. And you know, anymore, I would not just randomly let people into any kind of a group that I have. You want that email list. Although Facebook has made it easier to get the attention of people in your groups now, you can have you seen people tagging people with the at everyone in any of your groups and then everybody that's in the group gets it because that has been a problem in the past is if people weren't active they weren't getting notifications and so then it's like you have a really dead facebook group and i think this is one of the things that facebook has done to become more relevant again because they they know that we're all getting tired of not getting any attention But that kind of brings us on to our next topic about how do we get people to download our freebies in the first place? First of all, they have to know about it. You have to make sure they know about it. Nobody's going to download something that they don't know exists. 
And we did cover a lot of those places, a lot of those ways in our last episode. So if you want to know how do you promote your freebie, go listen to episode eight because we covered a lot of things in the last episode. But in general, we also want to make sure that whatever that is, whether it's a piece of content on your Instagram or on your Facebook, or they get to your landing page, you want to stop the scroll. You have to have a hook. You have to have something there that is going to capture their attention right away. Definitely. I've seen I've seen several TikTok videos where someone has such a great thing that they're talking about and they mention their freebie or something. And I've gone straight from that video to their bio to check it out as well. So yeah, very effective. But you have to have a good hook and, and stop the scroll. Otherwise, someone's going to keep scrolling past it. And isn't it funny too, a lot of times it's just a really good question that they ask and you're like, oh yeah, I want to know that too. What's the answer to that? And so then you click over or you watch the video. So that's the first thing. You have to stop the scroll. You have to get their attention or none of this works. Yeah. So now let's talk about the tech part of all of this. The tech part, I know that's everybody's favorite. You need a way to collect names and to manage your list. And you could do this on a program. There's lots of different programs you can use. Again, they're all going to offer different levels of these things. And what you choose really depends on what your needs are, how big your business is, how big your mailing list is right now, if you even have a mailing list, and what you can afford. And I am just not big on wasting a lot of money right out of the gate. So I'm always big on let's use our free variety, our entry level, our just the base level. And as you build and then start, you can start adding things on. But so you can manage your mailing list in something like MailChimp, Constant Contact, Kajabi, Wix, HubSpot, ConvertKit, AWeber, or ActiveCampaign. Those are some of the big ones that you've probably heard of. You'll also need a form where the person can enter their email address. Typically, a form is hosted on a landing page or a web page where there is information about the offer. And you also probably on that page have a description of the benefits that they're going to get or the transformation they can expect. Just kind of outline why is it worth your time to give me your information or download this piece of content that I'm sharing with you. And you'll probably also want to say a bit about you to establish your credibility. Who said there's no such thing as a free lunch? Iris Digital Media Group is serving up your digital marketing lunch. Each Thursday, join us as we deliver news that fuels your marketing, nourishes your soul, and energizes your efforts. Sign up on our website at irisdigitalmediagroup.com. Go to the resource page and scroll to the form for the digital marketing lunch at the bottom of the page. Then open your email and join us for lunch each Thursday for juicy marketing news. And let us entertain you with bad puns that make you laugh a latte because time is money. And then once they enter their information, they go to a confirmation page, also known as a thank you page. And sometimes the people put their offer there, but I don't like to deliver whatever it is you promised right there on that thank you or confirmation page, because for one, what if they are using a fake email address? You want them to have to at least open the email 
and go looking for that email to get that. Plus, it's a good way to make sure that you didn't land in their spam folder because they're going to have to go look for that email, get you out of the spam folder to collect whatever it was that you are offering. And then following that, you want to nurture that contact in an email sequence. And in our last episode, we talked about what some of those emails could look like. So if you haven't listened to episode eight, go check that out. And these days, most of the email platforms also contain a way to create forms and landing pages. But some of the other things that you might want that I feel like are a little bit more on the advanced side are ClickFunnels or Samcart or Kajabi. Kajabi is what we use. And it has all of these things all wrapped into one product, which is kind of their selling point is that you don't need a million different products. You pay one fee and you get all these things. But all of these other people specialize in something different. ClickFunnels and Samcart are good for building lists, but they're really valuable when you're actually selling products because what they give you is different ways to, you know, like when you place an order, and then at the end, it says, would you like to upgrade and buy add on this product for an additional $5? So it's an order bump. And then sometimes after you say yes to that or no to that, then it still will give you another offer. Samcart and ClickFunnels are really good at layering on those multiple offers, which might be annoying for the consumer, but they pay big, big bucks. Like that, having those additional offers are really worthwhile as a business owner. Yes, so that is the basic information on the things that you need to be able to get started building your list. We could also talk a little bit about the content creation. You could do things like a webinar, which maybe you want Zoom for, or a way to record it. Maybe your product is an ebook or a checklist, and then you probably are going to, if you're not a massive graphic designer already, Canva is a great thing. And it gives you all kinds of options for creating ebooks and checklists and workbooks and any kind of a thing that you would want to give away. And then if you were not going to go a low-tech way, if you had a course that you were going to give away or a course that you're going to sell, then you're going to want to start looking at membership site platforms, platforms that will host memberships and courses. And those would be things again, like Kajabi or Member Vault or Podia. But that's a little bit of a more advanced topic for a different day. But mainly, we just wanted to get people started thinking about how you're going to create this piece of content. Because again, it is so, so important to have a mailing list. And we've talked about this in our podcast about going viral. This is something you want to have before you go viral so that when you go viral, people can go to your bio, click on your link, and there you have a ton of people wanting your freebie and you're collecting their email addresses as well. You want to have this in your bio before you go viral. So also, if you haven't listened to that episode, go check that one out too. Awesome, awesome tip. So speaking of tips, what is our dream life tip of the week this week, Abby? So going off of what we've been talking about with Miss Lexi Girl, I have been using her to help me with my morning routine and get my day started right. So I don't know if you know, but you can actually set up routines with her. So my morning routine is that 30 minutes after sunrise, she starts slowly fading my lights on. And then when I say good morning, because the lights wake me up, when I say good morning, she gives me a compliment, which I love. (laughs) She 
reads me my calendar. She turns on my lights and she tells me what the weather is like. And then she can start playing any playlist that I've told her to play ahead of time. So she'll just immediately start playing it. And so we've never had in my house, we've never had the hue lights or any of the programmable lights in our bedroom, but I moved a lamp up from the basement. And so now I have one light in my room and now I'm like, oh, I got to go buy more. And so what I've been wanting to do is not creating a morning routine because I pop out of bed pretty easily. I need want to create a wind down routine. And so you can set your lights to start dimming at a certain time. You could set yourself a reading timer where you're going to read for 30 minutes and then your lights just shut off. You could tell it to dim your lights at a certain time and then to play white noise or ocean sounds. There's lots of options that way too. So I'm kind of excited about playing with a wind down routine. The other thing I was going to say about that is when I was searching for the TikToks of cool routines that people set up, I saw this video by a dad who has children with ADHD. And one of the things that's important, which I think just for any toddler, especially, but for kids is to, you don't just spring bedtime on them. They have to know that there's a countdown. You don't just say we're leaving right now. You know, you give them like their 10 minute warning. And so they have a whole family routine that starts by the Lexi turns on some Christmas lights that hang over their windows in their living room at a certain time. And the parents will say, oh, look, the lights are on. And then the kids know that that means like, I don't know what it was, 30 minutes till bedtime. And then they had all of these different variations of things where the lights start to fade, they start to blink, they change colors. And each of those things meant something different to the kids so that they constantly have this countdown to when it was time to go to bed. So I thought that was pretty cool too. I love that you were like, this is something perfect for any toddler. And I'm like, oh, um, I thought that sounded good for me. (laughs) (laughs) You really need to look up all these smart home features that they have now. And we're going to put some links in the show notes to our Amazon list. So that you can just, if you want to go find them quickly, but they also have these things that are sensors. So maybe it would go on a gate. And this one example was somebody who was leaving and every time they left, they needed to make sure they closed a certain gate so that their dog or cat, whatever the animal was, wouldn't roam around the house. And so they put those sensors, one on each side of the gate, so that then all they had to do was ask their phone if those sensors were touching. Interesting. So they would, like, after they got out of the house, they wouldn't have to come all the way back to make, see. And it was another person, again, with ADHD who was just was using these skills and routines that are in the app to make their life easier so that they wouldn't forget things. Very interesting. It's amazing what technology can do. I know. And I'm kind of kicking myself because this has been in my phone. I mean, seriously, for at least five years, we have had both of these things and I haven't been using them. And now I am all excited too about putting the smart plugs, the smart outlets, they have indoor and outdoor ones. So putting those outside so that I can do my Christmas lights differently this year. I know there's so, when you start thinking about it, there's so many things you can do. Anyway, what are we talking about next time? Next week, we are going to talk about self-care for the small business owner. Ooh, I know you're going to have a lot of great tips for this one because you are all about the self-care. I am. I love some good self-care. I'm very excited. 
All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe and rate us five stars.